even then when it felt really real to me I didn't like immediately start doing a lot of praying and reading of my Bible it's been a journey of trying to I guess for lack of a better word like start letting go of some of that skepticism and putting my trust in right. God and whatnot welcome to behind my journey a podcast that is for our community in today's episode I sit down with James Page his journey started with a lot of questions and his faith strengthened when he realized that God answered most, if not all, of them. Welcome to this episode of the Behind My Journey podcast. My name is Quinn Eaton, and I'm sitting with James Page. James, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Thank you for taking some time to sit down and do this. I know that uh, sounds like you've got a pretty busy schedule, so yeah. I appreciate you coming in and, and sharing your story. Yeah, no problem, man. So just a quick synopsis of James. Uh, online shopping coordinator at Walmart. Would that be not a, not the coordinator that makes it sound like I'm a boss over there? I'm just one of the regular <laughs> associates. But yeah, yeah, I I work over there and um, basically do all your grocery shopping for you during right. the pandemic. And that's that's <laughs> we were talking about that before we started recording. That's a, pretty much a vital job uh, during this time yeah. uh, of all the COVID pandemic because you're doing the shopping for the people and they come back and they come and pick it up and it makes it a lot easier on them and a lot safer. So. That's a pretty important job right now. Yeah. Um, you've been attending the journey for five years, mm -hmm. is what we decided. Yeah. And you also volunteer with the journey. What What do you do uh, to volunteer? I'm the high school boys uh, small group leader. Me and um, another small group leader, Nathan, uh, take charge there and kind of um, every Wednesday meet with the boys for about an hour and kind of discuss what's going on in their lives and, and whatnot. And, that's that's been really fulfilling for me so. yeah and how did you get started doing that I uh, when I started going to journey actually I wanted to um, find some place to serve and um, for a while there I was actually um, going to college and I was a, um, a high school English major mm -hmm. and I wanted to work with kids um, so just the I started to volunteer in the middle school area yeah. and when I started doing that um, I just found this group of guys that you know I started to uh, be a co-leader of right. and we um, just the the way that they do it at Journey is we move up with them instead of like just passing them on to another yeah. teacher as they move on so I've been with the same group of boys since probably I started going to Journey in 2017 I think and um, probably started volunteering in the middle school around 2018 so that's awesome. I like I like that that program where you move with them. I think that that kind of makes it a little mm -hmm. bit easier for the kids to kind of communicate with their with their teachers and leaders. So that that's really good. And was there? And we'll probably get into this a little bit later. But was there anything like there was something that happened whenever you were younger that you were like, I really appreciate like you know some people volunteering and helping me out. Was there anything like that where you wanted to come full circle and help some some kids as well? Yeah, I, nothing specific comes to mind, but I remember when I first started going to church, I wasn't really raised as a, I was raised as a Christian and believing in God, but I wasn't raised going to church like weekly. Mm -hmm. I would go occasionally with my grandmother, but other than that, I didn't start going to church fairly regularly until like freshman, sophomore year of high school. Mm -hmm. And the church that I did attend, where it was pretty good at making me feel welcome and the people there made me feel welcome and and I wanted to provide that for any middle school or high school kids that may be hesitant to attend church and and right. might be a little bit more um 
little bit more shy or a little bit more like just hesitant of all that kind of thing. So I, I felt kind of led to do that mm -hmm. and help out in those areas any well, that, way that I that's, can. That's really awesome to, to give back like that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that you might not have been raised like, oh, I'm, it's Sunday, I got to go to church. Right. So how did your journey kind of get started? Because you said that maybe you took some <laughs> initiative and started going your freshman or sophomore year of high school. Well, I actually, as it tends to do with, uh, with uh, guys, I met a girl and, and she uh, had me start going to church and it was actually a pretty long distance because I went to um, Graves County High School in Mayfield and, and she went to church and uh, lived in Lone Oak. So mm -hmm. it was about, and I lived in Farmington, so it was about a good 45 minute drive. Right. So I was like, I'm gonna go to church, but it wasn't, it wasn't really for the right reasons. It was to hang out with, <laughs> with my girlfriend at the time. Um, who's now my wife, but uh, she, she got me into church and I started going um, through those means and, mm -hmm. um, and kind of slowly but surely the, it went from being like, this is just a way for me to visit my girlfriend to being like, oh, okay, there's something to all this, I think. So I, you know, it became a lot more yeah. real to me as the months and years went on. So, so would you say that you kind of came to know Jesus before that, maybe as a kid, or was it really whenever you started going to church with your girlfriend, now wife, and then you kind of like, okay, this is real. This is something that I, I need. I think it's because, like I, like I said, I didn't have much of a Christian upbringing um, to like have that responsibility to go to church and whatnot, and so I, I didn't really know what it even really meant to like follow God or what that looked like or anything. I just kind of knew that he was there mm -hmm. um, or assumed that he was there. So I don't think I really knew him until I started going to church and started learning like, okay, this is, this is who God is. This is what he does. And, um, and, and I think that I didn't really have that opportunity to learn that when I was in elementary and middle school. So, yeah. And, and I think something that happens is whenever you're younger, mm -hmm. it can seem like kind of God's kind of off in the distance. Mm -hmm. Like if you need him, he's there, but he's not always, he's not always there right next to you. And then right. as you kind of grow closer and, and your, your faith strengthens, then you realize that God's walking with you every step of the way. And it seems like you kind of figure that out once you got to high school and then you started attending church regularly and then maybe mm -hmm. you, you dove into some other, you know, like the Bible or you did Bible studies or, or small groups or anything like that. Yeah, the the thing that really my, my first real experience the the church I went to was a um, it was a non denominational but it mm -hmm. had like very like Pentecostal teachings and Pentecostal background. Um, so my first like real experience was um, going to a church camp about probably a little less than a year after I started going there. Um, because I, I probably started going there around September, October, and then we had a summer church camp come up that mm -hmm. following summer, and, and I, it was like a long four or five day camp, and that's when I probably had my first like real experience with God, like, um, and that's where he really kind of felt really real to me at the time. Yeah. Um, so that was probably the first moment that like made me be like, okay, well, I need to start looking into some of this stuff, and and I've always been, and we'll get into that more, I'm sure, later, but I've always been kind of a skeptical person and, and whatnot. And um, 
even then when it felt really real to me I didn't like immediately start doing a lot of praying and reading of my Bible that's something that honestly is just started honestly in the last like year or two to yeah. be completely honest with you it's been a it's been a journey of trying to I guess for lack of a better word like start letting go of some of that skepticism and putting my trust in right. God and whatnot so and what was life like before the transformation? Because you're saying that, you know, okay, finally I realized it was real, even though you were still a little skeptical. Mm -hmm. So what was life like before uh, you even kind of got the, you know, the idea that this might be something that could actually help you? Mm -hmm. um, I guess there's there's kind of two points in my life that I think of for the for my transformation. Because there was, there was, before I started going to church period in high school, and that's a, it's a little more fuzzy uh, at that time what it was like before just because again when I first started going it was kind of not um, at the forefront of my mind and whatnot because I was going for the wrong reasons at, at the very beginning um, but I think that before the transformation back then I was just kind of you know going my day-to-day -day doing whatever I wanted to do wasn't really thinking about the bigger picture um, and more of a I was kind of more of a for lack of a better term like a loner and whatnot didn't really like to talk to a lot of people very introverted and I'm still introverted but um but now I force myself a lot more <laughs> to uh get out there and talk but uh anyway uh so at that point I think that I was just kind of very very to myself and this kind of helped open me up after I the first transformation it kind of helped me open up more to these you know two different ideas and different people and whatnot um but the second more powerful transformation i would say was um after i had left that church and i, I was actually me and my wife were out of church for about a year and a half or so um and i had realized that my day-to-day -day was just very mundane and it was very much um, me going to work, coming home, um, jumping on a game console for hours, and then going to sleep and just repeat that process. And that yep. was kind of my early college years. Um, and I think that when I was doing that, I just felt just a strong emptiness, like I was missing something. And that's what led me to finding Journey. Yeah. Um, and after I started going to Journey, I would say that I had a second transformation because um, it, see, it was just so much different from my last church experience. And um, it really awakened a sense of peace in me. Um, because yeah. especially, uh, I think that I had either not been explained well, uh, God's grace, or I had not... Um, or I was just believing the wrong way about God's grace. And, yeah. and early on in my uh, attending journey, I kind of realized what his grace really means and what it's like. And it's just like, that was a really big moment for me. So. And was there anything that stood out to you whenever you first attended Journey Church? Because, you know, they've got the, the music mm -hmm. that, you know, that comes in. It's like a rock concert, right? Yeah. And then you've got the message from Matt. What was it that kind of stood out? I would say Matt's messages were the th were was like the main driving point for me personally, um, because what drew me in to find Journey in the first place actually was I had watched um, one of his series, Who Needs God, and it was 
<laughs> the first I remember, I'll always remember, and I still go back to it occasionally, um, as somebody who's very skeptical. He, in his first sermon on that series, he uh, was talking about um, Richard Dawkins, and he was talking about uh, his book, The God Delusion, and literally reading an, you know, a passage from that, and or an excerpt from that. And I just remember getting through the entire sermon and realizing he didn't he did not put a single verse from the bible yeah. even into it it's just like he was really trying to reach out and relate to i felt a strong like him trying to re- relate to people like me who feel skeptical or unsure um about how they feel about all this and it just gave me a sense of renewed sense of hope because mm-hmm. um journey had been i had never seen anything especially in our area like journey um to come at it from that kind of direction um not that there's anything wrong with the other way that other churches sure. um, address it but it just felt like he was speaking almost directly to me so that's definitely what i noticed coming to journey was the way that matt uh, presents his messages in a way that has a lot of real world application on top of like you know it, this it has real world application as well as a deeper spiritual like uh, lesson, right? So, and something that has happened to me before, and I think it happens to a lot of Christians, is maybe you're struggling with something. You walk into church, mm-hmm. and the sermon just happens to be about the thing that you're struggling with. So, mm-hmm. is that kind of something like you yeah. walk into the service and it's talking about like, hey, you might have these doubts, mm-hmm. or you might think this or that, but and then he just lays out you know, like the, the facts and, and, you know, the, the stuff that really clears up the, the problem was, was it something like that? Yeah. You immediately walked in you're like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, if <laughs> it made a lot of sense, it, it, it gave reason for uh, one thing that I think of quite often is he gave reason for like, for the church kind of, for the community and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot like beforehand before I was going to journey the church seemed very the idea of church seemed very um, closed off and very uh, like this is our clique of people and exclusive yes yeah very exclusive to people on the outside and I think that when I started going it almost seems like in every sermon almost that Matt does there's that bit of like we are for the community we are you know that's what the church is about is being there for people Mm -hmm. and that's the that i mean that's the whole tagline of journey is for callaway and they've switched it to um is it just is it just four now it's just yeah yeah Yeah. so it's just four at this point so it's it, it to me that just speaks so much like has so much power um in what it's saying because yeah because it's just so awesome for a church to to recognize that we have a lot bigger responsibility to those around us in the outside world than just kind of let's go on our Sunday, hear a little bit about God, then go home and you right. know just kind of move on about our day. Mm-hmm. So it, it gave gave a lot more purpose to it all for me. And I don't mean to be corny, no, but <laughs> it seems like the church might have been for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you walked in and you were like, okay, this seems like it's it's for me, and, mm-hmm. and it helped you strengthen your faith and maybe answer some of those questions that you had. So what was that transformation like where you kind of start to get more comfortable in your faith? 
it was it, it allowed me to feel like I could ask a lot of the harder questions that I had beforehand never really voiced out there to anybody because a lot of other churches and a lot of other churches and Christians that um, I know I've done this before where I've tried to voice a um, just a deeper question and they kind of sweep it under the rug or they don't want to they act like they don't want to address it but journey is very open to these kinds of questions and questioning um, so I think that it gave me a lot more sense of being able to express these true feelings that I had um, I, I remember there I have a friend who he recently within about a year year and a half ago maybe yeah about a year year and a half ago moved up to Louisville and he was really instrumental in my um, faith walk at journey mm -hmm. and because he used to be a uh, he used to be an atheist and he started going to journey and and he helped me out a lot I, I was never an atheist but he helped me with these deep questions because he had also gone down this same similar right. path yeah um and it was just really good to have people in the church that i felt like i could talk about these things with and mm -hmm. journey was that first time experience for something like that so and you mentioned uh him of course mm -hmm. as, as being someone that was kind of a key influence in your faith journey who else uh, kind of helped you along the way before journey i would say um the first church that i attended the leaders there um they they, they were very good about uh you know ex accepting me and and um growing my faith at an earlier age um but when i started attending journey i would say um matt was helpful jared was definitely extremely helpful because i started um about after a year of going, I started uh, volunteering with the high school boys, mm -hmm. um, and at that time they were in middle school, so I would see Jared a lot. And um, me, Jared, and the guy I was talking about earlier, his name was uh, Xander. Um, we actually would had a um, small group fairly early on into me attending, where it was just us three going through this um, this workbook, and that was really really. Um, special to me and important to me because we were able to uh, go through these things um, and talk about these heavy issues mm -hmm. and whatnot that um, and our weaknesses and strengths and flaws and all that and it's just it was extremely vulnerable and um, I feel like with all these people I've been able to uh, be very vulnerable with them um, the last small group I was in um, all the people that were in there we had different opinions and beliefs on different things but I appreciated every single one of them for being able to offer something to the conversation yeah. and us learn more in our walk so and, and of course your now wife mm -hmm. got you to go to church in the first place yeah. so I guess that would be I mean she's the one that opened you up to the church in general right I mean you, right. you went a couple of times whenever you were a kid mm -hmm. but. yeah she she had always she she had I don't know when she started attending. I think she started attending that church about maybe a year or two before I started dating her. So she started probably in middle school. But um, but yeah, we we started going to that church, and she's not. She's definitely not as skeptical as I am. She hasn't had all these um, bigger questions that I have had. Yeah. Um, but she's always kind of kept me 
on the, for lack of a better word, the, the straight and narrow and, and, and keeping me, um, you know, going to church and whatnot, we, um, she, she, it was a really, whenever, I, I'm the one who found Journey through these online uh, sources, so I was yeah. like, I was really hoping whenever we were first trying to attend Journey, uh, or starting to attend Journey, that she would really connect well with it, um, uh, because that was a big, big part of it, because yeah. I had to go somewhere that she was also going to like after we were in between churches. And I think, I don't remember a specific thing or anything like that, but I know that after we started going for a little bit, she, she really, really enjoyed it. And now she is actually a uh, middle, middle school small group leader for the girls. Yeah. So, so well, that's awesome. we beth- both got plugged in. So. Yeah. And it's just really cool because I, I remember a sermon that Matt did one time, and uh, he said it's okay to wonder mm-hmm. and still believe. And it seems like you've been able to answer a lot of the questions that you had, but you might still have some of those questions. Mm-hmm. But it's just really important not to shut it off and say, okay, I'm gonna have these questions, but I don't wanna try to answer them. Mm-hmm. And you've clearly gone through the process of, okay, I'm gonna challenge mm-hmm. these questions and I'm gonna you know, have faith. So what would you say to people that might've been in your shoes, maybe in a similar situation where they had the questions, mm-hmm. um, what, what actions did you take that have helped you uh, along your journey? I always searched out more like Christian content and kind of I utilize YouTube a lot mm-hmm. um, watch a lot of content on there of, of what people might be saying from from both sides from both um, spectrums of belief and whatnot but people who are specifically in my shoes I would say um, who are questioning or Potentially, even those who are uh, would declare themselves like atheists and whatnot, because I have a lot of friends like that. Um, the thing that I always think you should do is take baby steps. I think you should, you know, maybe watch a video, um, watch a sermon for an hour or something like that. If you're not comfortable stepping into a new church or you know a church for the first time, um, just take those steps. Um, and when you have questions, find. Uh, a source that you know somebody that you know or are comfortable speaking with and yeah. voice those questions to that person um, and once you do get plugged in if you start going to a church or start attending I think that after that I think one of the most important things is, is to get serving somewhere either in the community or um, in the church itself um, give back journey is actually the, the, the first church that I ever that I ever consistently started like tithing at because I felt the the actual money was going to a good source and, yeah. and I felt that that they were at least very upfront about where it was going and mm-hmm. into the community and whatnot. So I, I suggest that um, if you're not even comfortable doing that, you know, pour your money and your time into something that is in need in the community. Um, I would just recommend doing all those steps if you're very hesitant and cautious about all that. And then once you are willing to take that next step, like Journey is very, very open to people like that and meeting you where you're at in terms of your comfort level. So I think that everyone just needs to uh, go at the pace that they're most comfortable with and don't um, rush into something that Mm -hmm. they're not comfortable with or they could end up accidentally hurting themselves. Right. getting themselves hurt so 
but right and I think that that's gonna be really beneficial for a lot of people that might be on the fence mm -hmm. um, and so this has just been really great to, to sit down and talk with you and and hear your journey and hear how you're doing because it, it seems like it's a continuing journey it's oh, for you know sure. this is in the process of so yeah uh, it's been great to hear from you and thank you for taking some time to uh, join the behind my journey podcast James I really yeah. enjoyed it no problem thanks for having me thank you for listening to this episode of behind my journey if you or anyone that you know would like to have your journey featured on this podcast, send us an email at podcast at Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And if this message spoke to you, please help us spread the word and share it with others. Until next time, my name is Quinn Eaton, and this has been Behind My Journey.